Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. I hope you've had a lovely week. Very excited about this week's guest. It's Latif Tayor. He's from Canada. He's based in LA, but he was visiting New York doing shows. So up top, we chatted a bit about doing the shows here. We talked about a show that we were both on. Then we gave listeners advice for their dilemmas. So we had two listeners write in and we chatted a bit about that. We just talked about whether it's okay if a partner has a previous partner's pick on their social medias how to talk about that we also talked about when your friend starts intensely dating someone and you're not seeing them as much anymore how to deal with that and yeah if you want to see the video for this it is on the patreon so patreon forward slash the shift podcast it's pay what you want so you can sign up and pay whatever you want and it's just month to month also there's solo episodes up there as well and as videos as well so like stand up uh jokes in progress uh, that i just don't post other places yet but yeah other than that, enjoy this episode. Oh, and also follow Latif everywhere. And he has a podcast called The Show Business, which is great as well. So don't forget to download that. But I'll talk to you at the end. You Let's are start. Latif Tayor. Did I say your name right? Perfectly. <sighs> right. Yeah. I'm going to take a sip of my tea. <laughs> take a sip. It's lovely tea. English breakfast. No Irish breakfast. I know it exists. No, I wanted to give you Barry's or Lion's. That's the Irish tea. But um, I drank it all. I ran out, so I had to get this one, which is a British, but I forget the name of it. Uh, you had to slum it with the British? I know. I know. Uh, but they just lost the finals, so it's okay that I drink their tea. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. In penalties, the, the bane of their existence. Oh, I know. I don't like, I have no feeling on who, I just like Italy because my friend's from Italy and I play Italian card game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scopa? No, Scala Caranta. Oh, it starts with S? Yeah, same thing. No. Yeah, Italians play a very elegant game of football. Yeah, yeah. So I have no feeling in it for that. Loads of people are like, you probably don't want the Brits to win because you're Irish. And I'm like, I don't really care. No. I have no... I just didn't... Since the pandemic, I don't care about sports. I'm just like... I don't know something about it. I just kinda got oh, phased out. I did watch it. You watched it? Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Okay, I just yeah. didn't have like a... Oh, it didn't have a old vendetta against... Right, right. <laughs> I mean, why would you? Really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. pub around No, here. I was working. We had it on the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was funny because we were watching it and the place was dead. Nobody was ordering anything. And we had to have it like over by behind the barrels because that's where we could put the laptop. So it was a bit away from where the bar was. And then when the penalties happened, that's when a queue formed. And we we're like, what the fuck? This is the most exciting bar. And now you guys want to order a drink. Right. Yeah. And they can hear it on the, the audio. Like, I'm just like so surprised that they're like, oh. 
the most exciting part of the game because we had it on the speakers is happening and they're like yeah let me go get a drink now <laughs> it is weird but maybe they didn't know they're just not like watching a, it they don't care yeah and there's no breaks in football so like, there I mean, is there's, breaks there's, there's no lots break. of breaks not that many not like american sports i know but that's ridiculous there doesn't need to be that many because we don't go on for five hours yeah that that's the thing that got me is the commercials so if i watch like football or basketball like every two seconds is a commercial it's it's no good no it's crazy i can't be dealing even no. though i can't even watch tv shows over here because in ireland it's like a half an hour show has one commercial here it seems like there's three at least like three breaks oh really is it i think I so i don't know maybe i, don't, I, don't, I just make I, up stuff only i'm like whatever. americans do this i have no idea yeah it's it's a lot it's too much advertising and we're yeah. now they've taken it out of all our content we're not going to go back we can't it's too no but now they just put it in our social media right Every, convincing us to buy products yeah. we don't need yeah yeah well mine's a lot of therapy ads so i think they know me well <laughs> it is weird how they know exactly i'm gonna get ads for uh english and irish tea i guarantee it like yeah. they're listening all barry's the time. lines where's your phone barry's lines. barry's what Lion? lines lions you say barry's berries yeah it's funny because americans will be like well you're canadian right yeah well same accent really to me much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for it's nicer Aww. uh they'll be Keep like coming um they'll be like barry you drink or what type of tea do you drink and i'm like berries and they're like berries and i'm like berries and they're like like a fruit and i'm like barry barry and then they're like berry and i'm like no it's like the person you know if you met a barry and they're like there's a person named after a fruit and i'm like what is going on yeah. and then if i spell it i'm like b-a-o-r-y i've lost them because they're like or what are oh, you yeah yeah just gone just gone <laughs> barry Barry's tea. My back is really sore, so it's okay. Ignore me doing this get, every get couple of seconds. Well, thanks for having me in your lovely place here. In with my cockroaches. What? With my cockroaches. Advertising that to the public. Yeah. Nice. Oh, for the audience or for listeners, for the audience for listeners. Uh, my landlord, when Latif was coming up, was like, "Do you need me to spray?" And I was like, "No, no, no, it's fine." And then he kept talking about it, and I was like, "Can you not right now?" I didn't even hear what he said. He kind of like, like know off. your time and place, though. Jesus, he's like, oh, do you but it's only a few cockroaches, but apparently yeah. that's all of New York. Everywhere. They stay out of the tea, from what I'm he- I've I told, heard. I told him the. I think he pulled this a little bit. Let me angle it back. No, it got pulled again. <laughs> um. Okay, so. I wanted to do, because two listeners wrote in for advice, like, one ages ago, and I've never gotten around to it, and the okay. other one just recently. Where do they write in? Just, like, on my Instagram or the oh, email. Okay. Yeah. Mostly my Instagram. Yeah, sometimes they write on my YouTube. They're like, I love Katie. Do they? Yeah, I sent you the that screenshot. That was one person, yeah. though. It, was, it happened before. <gasps> Did it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so great. Wait, let's, before we do the listeners, uh, tell my listeners what your podcast is. It's called It's Show Business. We talk about the biz and investing in your career. So we talk with comedians, musicians, people in entertainment about uh, their goals and ambitions and the nuances of navigating this crazy thing we do in showbiz. Wait, so it's just comedians, musicians, actors? Uh, I haven't had any actors, but some like business people, like people who worked for Pandora, um, people who work for different organizations that help writers and... Uh, but mostly, it's mostly people I know, which is primarily comedians yeah. and some musicians and industry people. That's and the great. musician episodes have done really well, so I need to do more. <gasps> you should have Irish musician on. Is there one I should have on? There's loads, but I'll I'll think of a really good one that'll be fun for a podcast. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. You can be the mediator. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He said Barry. 
I think that's really interesting. That's great. What has like been one of the most interesting stories that you remember that you think? On, it's it's hard to say like if there's a most interesting one because what we do changes so often. Yeah. One thing we've been talking about, or at least I've been talking about lately, is the we used to work towards a release. Like we'd have an album come out or a movie, and like it'd be it's hard work, and then there's the thing, and we're like we're proud of it, and it's gonna do. Yeah. Yes, people are gonna say yes or no, and that's it. And now it's like you have to be a you have to be a flow of content. Yeah. You're creating constantly, and people just tune into you. And maybe they catch your post, maybe they catch your uh, stand-up clip, maybe they catch your YouTube channel. And if you're not flowing, you don't exist. Yeah. Which is super stressful. That is so stressful. Yeah. I had like a mild breakdown recently, just a mild one, just a minor one. Yeah. But it was just because I was saying. So my roommate is also a comedian, but I was saying to him. That it was all just too much. So between trying to make TikToks every day, um, to make and every day posting on Instagram, to like tweeting, to also doing stand up, to doing two podcasts a week, and I just feel like I'm trying to do 100 percent at everything, but doing like 70 percent at everything. And yeah. then he was like, "But what can you cut down on?" And I was like, "None of it, because the TikTok is growing, mm-hmm. do you know. So I have to consistently stay at that." um and then instagram you have to do uh the podcast i should put more into i should be doing youtube mm-hmm. um and all of those bring in a tiny bit of money and then stand up is my love so it's like right it's really hard to be like what well, i was like my boyfriend i could get rid of my boyfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i mean it's spendable but uh, <laughs> it is like that's actually one of the questions we ask on the pod which is is there something you can get rid of yeah. because for me, when I add a new thing, the first thing that goes down is my writing, which has to be the most important thing we do. Is, is that the same for you? Is like if you add, are you doing TikToks at the expense of writing? A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, so that's when that starts to happen, I get a little bit, uh, what am I doing? Like that's that shouldn't be. What makes me feel better about that though is, um, I I generally like to write on stage so I like okay. to go up with an idea so if I can think of TikTok or Instagram or Twitter as like talk about potential things that I could talk about on stage the only problem with TikTok is I just answer a lot of questions about being Irish which I don't talk about on stage mm. but some of the things I've done on TikTok have worked into bits and definitely the podcast definitely the solo Patreon podcast I talk about my life so a lot of that stuff for me it feels like I am audibly writing every week when i do yeah, that for an hour like, yeah, in the in the moment in the pod yeah so like i do an hour every week on the patreon where i just talk myself about so you my have week two podcasts or one podcast two so i have the shift and then if they want to sign up they can sign up to the patreon oh but that's still part it's the shift patreon yeah but it's just me talking okay and i've only had like the odd guest on like maybe a friend come on just to talk about more private stuff right that's how mine is too the solo patreon is just me oh great yeah, yeah. yeah same thing okay i find do you not find that when you do the solo that it's like you're writing for an hour just audibly i find it's a good exercise i don't find that like i'm writing in the sense that i'm getting material out of it i feel like i'm getting material because mm. there'll be times where i'm like i'll just like say something that i'm like oh that's funny a lot of the time, but I'm more of a conversational comedian. Like I'm like, is that because you're Irish and that's the style? Maybe who knows? That's one thing you mentioned when you did yeah. my podcast is a lot of the comedians you worked with. I guess so. Yeah. In Ireland, they were conversational, and I like that. Yeah. I like it. Like, I don't like. I hate the style of comedy, and you don't do this, but I hate the style where it's like, even when they say something, they inflect at the end to be like, oh, here's a joke, and here, like, kind of indicating. Yeah. 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 Or even where it's like 
I appreciate watching set up punchline completely but I love like where it's you feel like you're having a chat one-sided chat and the person is just being funny yeah yeah, yeah. you know that's what my like the goal is like natural funny so I feel like instead of sitting down and physically writing when I'm writing it goes back to nearly like set up punchline set up punchline I have to then unwrite it so mm. I have to talk it out a lot. Like my girlfriends, two of them live in Sydney. They're both Irish. I voice message them a lot. And a lot of that has helped me as well with my material because just telling stories to them, telling stories on the podcast or on the solo podcast, I will then turn that into a stand-up bit. Oh, interesting. Unwriting. Yeah. A Katie because, Boyle story. Yeah, because when you write it, it's very much like if you write a tweet, it's like set up punchline yeah but you wouldn't talk like that you wouldn't be like and then the dog well no one talks like the way comedians talk well yeah but i want to the way you want to naturalize it naturalize it as much yeah, as possible yeah. i still and i even think then it's more of a surprise because people learn the people when they go to see stand-up they learn the you just i don't know you like learn that so i was saying leland he's an amazing joke writer and he's mm-hmm. like so funny but i was like i think if you even said that without it if you just said it like it's even more of a surprise right because you're not uh, they're not expecting it yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. think well, what the fuck do i know i'm not famous yet so maybe i'm doing it wrong <laughs> i mean look everyone you're doing what's authentic to you yes and so you, and it seems to be working you know mm. if you're getting laughs or not so that's yeah the most important indicator yeah dave merhej do you know dave merhej he used to live here comedian i don't know him, but i'm friends with all of his friends okay i'll so. have to meet up with him for coffee when he goes back because i feel like i know him yeah <laughs> so he stage. um just ran his hour at my show in la yeah, yeah. And he's so good at doing the story thing. Like he's having a a hilarious conversation. That's not. That's what I like. I love that. But I can really appreciate other styles as well. So even like, even like when I'm talking to Leland, let's say I'm like, but you have a different style. This is just an idea for this. And same with, he'll give me lines that I'm like, that would just sound so unnatural. Like I had a joke where I was like, or not a joke, but I wanted to work on a story about an ex doing like, um, insisting on me staying in the room while he did yoga but i'm not even an ex it was just a guy i'd gone on a couple of dates with and i felt very uncomfortable were you doing yoga as well no now the thing is like now with my current fella i would do yoga with him but we're at a space where it's like that's fine mm-hmm. but i'm i i also am a little uncomfortable with intimacy and uh, just like i think comedian oh uh, yeah comedian yeah. irish doesn't talk to a parent of course yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but it's like and irish people are I think it's getting so much better with the health and fitness in Ireland but I do know like a lot of people from my age group would have um been like oh Jesus yoga like that's a bit weird like you know or like even older people would be like kind of the attitude of like it's a little embarrassing you know like the tight clothes especially a man doing it which is awful and like yeah it's an awful attitude to have oh I mean it's uh, I don't know do you want you don't have to do everything together. So if you're, you don't have to do yoga together. Like No, there, I know, but I shouldn't limit. feel like he should be able to do ballet if he wants to. But it just, it's like, I would even, if it was like a girlfriend just doing yoga in front of me, I, if she, I was just sitting there having a cup of tea and she just did yoga, I'd be like, this feels very private. I feel like I should, it just feels well, private. They're occupying your space yeah. with yoga. Yeah, so, and yeah. And they're kind of showing off and then you're making you feel bad. And it's like stretches and stuff. And especially, and I also feel as well, this is again, oh my God, I hope none of the listeners give out to me for this. But the stretches can be quite like, uh, like sexy feminine. Mm-hmm. And then so, which, and again, to- like my boyfriend now does yoga all the time and it's great and it's, he's like big, like it's so good for your back. Um, And I get that. And I totally know that this is my own horrible, uh, I forget the word for it, but, 
hang up hang up and i've gotten so much better with it mm-hmm. once i addressed it but at the time with this guy i was like i do not i would not feel comfortable seeing him in downward dog like it would make me feel like a little less attracted to him which is on like in like little tight shorts him bent over it's just it's too especially just early on in my head it was just too much and he insisted on doing it in front because he didn't very good at it well no because he had to do it every morning he had like um if he didn't do all these things in the morning like he would go for a run and he would do yoga i think he like over taught a lot and that helped with his anxiety oh yeah yeah so when i stayed over he he i was in the kitchen when he came back from his run just having a cup of tea and i was like oh my god i'll give you your privacy because of course and I'll just go to the bedroom. And he was like, no, 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 stay. And I was like, no, no, no. And he made a big deal about it. And he was like, stay. Honestly, I would feel weird like that you would have to move. And I'm like in my head being like, no, I don't want to see you in this yeah, doing yeah. this. Which is, again, silly. Um, but what if it was just meditating? I, again, would feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. So he's doing a version. It's like body meditating. Yeah. I feel I would feel uncomfortable with any of that. I would feel uncomfortable anything that I think is feels too and it's probably as well that it feels too intimate maybe i just yeah. i feel like we haven't got which is crazy because if i saw someone doing yoga in the park if i saw a man doing it, i wouldn't care yeah but you're not like trying to see, be intimate trying to be intimate with somebody now they're ruining it yeah. and here you can see people doing all types of crazy stuff yeah. all the time yeah. it's new york but like they don't have to do it at, it was at your place no it was his place that's his place yeah so you could did you leave he wouldn't let you leave he wouldn't let me leave well that's the psychotic part yeah <laughs> He's keeping you a prisoner. It doesn't matter what he's doing. <laughs> well, this is a thing and he's trying to be all like nice about it. But I'm like, this makes... And it's it's also like hard to articulate. Oh, I come from a place where maybe we have little hangups about things like this. And I know my country's getting so much better and they're really mm-hmm. working on it. And I see a lot of guys posting like workout and they're like it's into yoga. Country. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like, because I just think that as a man, you should be allowed to do anything, even if I... But I... I just didn't want to see him in downward dog and yeah. I didn't want to see him like and I said that and then he was like I didn't say that but I was just anyway he insisted I stayed there so the whole time he did it I closed my eyes well, how long was it it was like 20 minutes I listened to a you- podcast I, I closed my eyes I was just like drinking my tea and he didn't obviously see I was closing my eyes but um yeah I didn't see him do his downward dog did he did you after it was done was he like all right I'll see you later well, no, because uh, we had to, he had to shower then, I guess. And then we left for work and we went our separate ways. But yeah. So you're going your separate ways anyway? Yeah. But this he, is well, so weird. I was just finishing my tea and he was like, you can finish. I, he wouldn't let me finish it in his bedroom. So I still had like a half an hour before I had to leave. Yeah. You could kill it on the street. Man. He, you were a prisoner. You yeah. know that, right? I know he anyway he turned out to be a little uh odd but yeah is he a patreon member he was Uh-oh. when we started which i always which i thought was a bit i remember being like oh this is so nice and supportive but he didn't tell me right away he was patreon and i had said some stuff on the patreon and it was like <laughs> I'm a still whole, saying some stuff <laughs> i know well this is for, this is on the, the this will be on the shift and i don't think i'm sure he's not listening because, okay uh, but yeah he um he just was going through some stuff yeah and i'm also if you're like really really anxious ridden and insecure i'm not the best to date because i just i don't like repeating myself 
Uh, no. <laughs> so if you're like, <laughs> you okay. know, when someone's like, and I I'll be, I'll be happy to make my partner secure, but if I already am telling you you're handsome, I'm already telling you the sex is good. I'm already, I don't like where people make issues where there's no, there's no need for DBT issues. Like there's drilling down in areas. Yeah, they're where like, you've oh, but I'm it. like, you know, but I'm shit or I'm bad or I'm not doing things right, and you're just like, oh, I can't be. I've already reassured you enough. Okay. So and just keep bringing it up. Yeah, that kind of like, annoys no. me. That hurts my head a little. Well, yeah, because now you're a therapist. Yeah, so that's yeah. how I felt with him. And he like was just like going through some stuff. So that ended, thank God, a few yeah. months ago. Well, I'm sure it's a hard city to meet people in. It is. It's like a busy and lonely city at once. But what? So, oh, well, the joke that he was saying that I should have said <laughs> would have been like, <laughs> so dumb. Uh Namaste, namas gonna leave. <laughs> wait, what, is this? Is, wait. This is what Leland said. I should say, and I said I can't. I don't joke like that, so it wouldn't suit. Oh. But he said to say, in, if I were to write a joke about it, say that. Right. Namaste, nam- na namas gonna leave. Yeah. Or namas leave. <laughs> namas leave. Okay, that's yeah, probably. We just that's, edited it. <laughs> yeah. I'm still never gonna do it. Because it's too. Is yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Maybe. Is it too on the nose? He just feels like something I wouldn't say. But now I'm like, maybe it, it is kind of silly and I am silly. You should try it because sometimes like we're too cool in our own heads. Yeah. I had one of those recently <laughs> where I was like, this is so obvious and cheesy. Kind yeah, of like yeah, the, the yeah. Nama sleeve. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me try it a couple of times. And everyone always likes it. Yeah, you're right. And it's like not... Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes as well as comedians, what we can do is we're like, this isn't unique enough. We need Because I had a whole bit about dating a, dating a DJ. And one of my friends is like, oh, all girls have a bit about dating a DJ. Like, true. Yeah, maybe you should like talk about, just talk about the other stuff. And which is totally fine. But then it's also like, I like the joke about him being a DJ. And it doesn't matter. It's just one joke. And yeah, and if it's true and you have your true. own your own version of it, who cares? Yeah, and it's about like, because all of the stuff about him is about this person who is quite narcissist and mm-hmm. it's like fun joking about that. You can just say DJ. And yeah, well, I, and I, he, he serenaded me once which I was alone and he was... Serenade? Yeah, he was like, wicka, wicka, woo. And I was like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Wait, what? He, he serenaded me. Like with his me. voice or with, with The DJ play. discs, like... Oh, like scratching? Yeah. Was he like Katie? Yeah. Was he really? No, he didn't say Katie, but that would be so funny. He was just like doing his DJ stuff and I was just in his apartment. And Was it like the heavy cutting? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Holding his ear. Oh, you got to hold the ear. It was so uncomfortable. You don't hold it. What are you like? Oh, yeah. But I wanted to be supportive because I actually loved that he had a craft and he was creative. And that was a thing I actually liked about him. So like him being a DJ wasn't a deterrent for me. It was like, oh, it's cool. He has it. He gets it. He understands creativity. But I've never made a guy be like, here, here's me. You're solo. Have my microphone and do jokes to him. That's well, that's psychotic in general. Yeah. Um, And and just come see you. At some point, he's going to see your act anyway. So why why put him through it like in your living room? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think and I guess for him, too, as well. Like I'm probably remembering it wrong as well because I probably was like, oh, I'd love to hear you play. And he probably was just like practicing or something. But it just all felt very awkward. I mean, it's super awkward. Yeah. These things are meant for groups. People find you and do group activities to you solo. Yoga is a group activity. Yes. DJing is a group activity. (laughs) Why are they? 
isolating you. That's so true. Because even when it was my friend's third year and we really had to be there and go. And he was, we were drinking in his apartment and then he just started DJing. And I was like, this is really not the time or the place. Yeah. Like we only go to restaurants. We're the only people there. <laughs> I made a video of him uh, though because I recorded him DJing. And he also snored like really, really horribly. Well, I mean, that's the deal breaker. So I made a video of him, like what it's like to date a DJ. And I had like that cut to him snoring and me trying to like build a pillow fort to put him on his side. I put it on the Patreon. He said I could. So it's on the Patreon. But that's funny. Yeah, it was good. You should have sampled his snoring <laughs> and put it on the DJ thing and gone, chicka, chicka, wake up, motherfucker. <laughs> I should have. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys do do solo that's wild I, I guess it's like you're trying to show value as a guy right so yeah. he, this is his value he's like look i'm healthy i do yoga look i'm a dj i have value i make people yeah break glow sticks i don't know what they really do or <laughs> snort cocaine buy overpriced tickets that too um know? yeah and he made me watch dj documentary as well on who i don't even know some guy some guy who did a lot of coke and he got really fat and i think he died Oh, a track? No, not a track. Yeah, a lot of shoes. Is that him? Yeah, it was in L.A. Did he die in New York? I don't can't remember. There was something to do with being burnt at one point as well. DJ AM wasn't DJ AM. Yeah, sorry, different A. Sorry, a track. I know you're still alive. Um, (laughs) He's Canadian. Uh, Yeah, DJ AM. That was a good documentary. Okay. You didn't like it? No, it was fine. It's really long. It was long, but it was so interesting to see like L.A. and him be fat and. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And I'm sure there's some guys who've dated me or like, bitch, I've seen you. You've made me watch Tommy Tiernan, who's like an Irish comedian. So yeah, yeah, that is true. I don't know who that is, but I'll watch it. He's really good. Tommy Tiernan. Daryl Breen's my favorite, though. Daryl what? O'Breen. He's just so talented. Is that how you say O'Brien? No, his name is like O'Brien. B-O-R-I-A-I-N or something like that. Okay. That sounded like you spelled Brian, but I'll I'll believe you that it's O'Brien. I'll give me a list. I'll watch them on the plane. Okay, okay, I will. They're really good. Daryl Breen's really great. He's like uh has like a PhD in maths, so he's super smart and he does bits where then he does crowd work with the bits and comes back to it. It's just so it's like he has all this amazing written material and then he's great off off the cuff. Yeah. Which is people just, love off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's especially like it's hard when someone ends their set with crowd work and then you're like the next on the bill and they're yeah. like, well, we just saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're going to do bits again? Like, we want to talk. Especially if the, crowd, <laughs> we wanna talk. the host hasn't done any crowd work, then you're like, all right, well, we're talking now. Yeah. You got to ride it back. in. I think you got to ride it back into your set. Like, talk True. with them a bit more. But that's why the back. host is such, especially on these showcase shows, the host is so important. So important, yeah. To just know that what their job is and what to do. So I, I always do crowd work when I'm hosting. Um, and I do material. You crowd worked that at the uh, bar yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like I, you kept talking to the group who didn't want to be talked to. I know. <laughs> Basically until they left. I know. It I was so myself. great. I couldn't help myself. It was, was like a disease. Yeah. You were like, these people here want to talk to me. But over here, <laughs> I know, you I guys don't. Let's talk to you more. I know. I just. Um, but then she did talk back about some yeah. given. Yeah. But yeah, that was not in a good example of my hosting skills. <laughs> Honestly, you did. Yeah. Great. It okay, was a thanks. very tough room. There yeah. were people spread out all over with varying degrees of wanting to be there. Some people got ambushed. Yes. Some people... And I did warn them before and I did tell them I would talk to them. 
So yeah. I went up to everybody. And so this is your thing. So I go up to every table. I say, there is a show going to be happening in 15 minutes. That's if you don't want to be here, you, you can leave. I will talk to you as the host. I'm just going to talk to everybody because it's just my job to talk to you. To get to know you is more than likely the rest of the comedians won't mm-hmm. talk to you. Um, so if you're uncomfortable with that and stuff like that. And then they were just like, oh, yeah, just don't roast us. And I was like, yeah, I'll just like t- talk to you briefly. But then I just <laughs> went like, really in. Don't roast them. Oh, okay. oh. You suck. Um, yeah. Uh, but then is this still recording? I always have to check everything. Hopefully, okay, yeah. Um, but uh, so Oman hustle. If I host there every week, uh, once a week, and I'll always do crowd work and do material, but I'll always say, I'm gonna talk to you mm-hmm. when I'm talking to you. You can talk back to me, but the other comedians might not talk to you, so don't talk unless they're talking to you. That's a good hosting, yeah. yeah. And I seen like some, like, I think it was like james martin do that and i'm like oh yeah that's great yeah because then you're like yeah it's the host job to be like get it out where are the problem areas and isolate them and and see what jokes work i think it's really important i love when a host does like a sex joke or like i mean like oh like test the like what what kind of crowd is it because if they pull back and i'll always because i do clean and dirty but like i really like i love talking about sex stuff and it's just like really enjoyable for me because i had a lot of shame with sex so it's like where a lot of my material is easy to write about um and if they do pull back i'm always like okay you don't like the sexy stuff <laughs> right right so i guess if you're there as the other comedian you can kind of yeah i like i like that when i see i love watching the host of a show as well to kind of figure out what they yeah yeah i think it's a really important job that's why i love that the hosts here in some places get paid more than the comics mm-hmm. yeah in canada the host is the star oh wow yeah they're like the they're the biggest name on the bill everyone's there to see them this is great. yeah when did you move here I moved here in twenty, like America. America. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. What year is it? Well, that's nearly twenty years ago. That's eighteen years ago. Yeah, so I was in Seattle, then New York, then L.A. When did you start comedy? Um, I started in L.A. Oh, in L.A. So I didn't, I didn't do any comedy. So I was around comedy a lot in New York, but I wasn't in comedy. So you don't know like Nathan or Alex or any of the Canadian or Graham. I know Graham. Yeah, no, I know Graham K. I don't know them from Canada, but I know them. Just okay, from you didn't know them from me. They're the nicest men. They, Alex Pavone? Ale- yeah, Alex, yeah, he's Graham, great. Nathan, and who's the other Canadian guy? I don't know Nathan. Oh, uh, Pat. Nathan McIntosh? No. And Pat, they're like just these very kind, nice Canadian boys. We're all nice. Were you there at, so at that show with the people when you, they didn't want to talk to you, like the couple that on their first date? <laughs> so I think what bothered her is... I don't know if you heard this, but she was telling this long story about how basically one of the Seinfeld episodes was based around Larry David going to her dad's fruit shop and getting banned. So I think you were like outshining her because she got very like, she's like, I'm being funny now. Was that what she, when did she say that? That She was doing that story like right before the show started. To who? Just to her date. How do you know? I could hear it. Oh, so she was she, she was being fun. She's like, I'm being funny and charming, yeah. and then you're like, comedy show. And she's like, Ah, oh, my story sucks now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was my theory that she didn't like it. And I thought it was an interesting story too. So her dad or uncle is the guy who banned Larry David from a fruit stand, apparently, and that's how he got the idea, according to her at least, that for that episode. 
But I'm sure everyone in New York thinks Seinfeld's based on them. Yeah, of course. So also as well, she told this story for the listeners. So they're she's on, so they're on a first date, um, and they definitely didn't want to be talked to too much. But I couldn't help myself. And she started saying about how she uh, gave. Oh, she was like, "It's a first date," and I go, "Okay, mm-hmm. we'll hold off till the third date, and then never call him again." Yeah, and then that's funny. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Right, and then uh, he because he was still laughing at this point, and are like kind of smiling. He was never really laughing. Mm-hmm. Well, we covered a lot of this show has turned into a lot of uh podcast material if nothing else yeah but did it, i left early how did it go for the rest of the night oh no but did you hear her so after all of that she said i gave my number to a, a guy who works here oh yeah and then i was like is it mark and then mark like kind of went behind the table and i go because his wife is here <laughs> <laughs> that was funny yeah and then she laughed because she's cool yeah. and then she was like no it's some guy and he asked if when I was baking, what drug was in it? And I'm not into that. And then I was like, oh, this girl's probably a little uptight. Like, cause, She's a school teacher. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm not into drugs either, but yeah, I yeah. don't think I'd be like, well, uh, you know, whatever. Um, And then uh, after that, that's when they left after that because her story just kind of went nowhere. And I was like, okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's like the classic. Like, I'm, I'm going to talk now to the comedian. And then, and then they're like, oh, I don't actually can't concisely say my thoughts yeah i don't have a punchline yeah I'm thinking this is funny and then you just let them bask in the silence i know it's so awkward it's great and then you got to save it that's why i said the mark thing right no but it was fun and uh, i love the qed show it was so fun you did yes my first uh show last week yeah so for the listeners that's my transplant show this is like six years old it'll so- be six years in october oh my god yeah wow yeah. oh it's the same venue Yes. Well, it was six months in a different venue. So I moved there the February. So in February, it was five years there. Um, actually, it was in a venue where a guy who... Oh, well, I'll actually finish my first talk. I do this a lot. I have like ADD. It's okay. Uh, I've been running it myself the whole time up until last summer when she asked me to change it to a weekly. I asked Lindsay to come aboard just because mm-hmm. of it shows I didn't want to rely on hosting it myself you're stuck there every week yeah no, exactly or no booking good. people i yeah. was like i'd rather just book three a week than having to and she was and Lindsay's great yeah, she's, she's so great. reliable mm-hmm. like which is exactly what you need but uh okay but back to you wait you had some questions right yeah we're supposed, we're supposed to answer well, before, some questions wait so back to me okay you're from canada yeah uh you moved to america you met your wife in los angeles but 12 years ago yes when it was easier <laughs> it was pre-swipeies. So no, you've never no, done online dating? Never swiped. Wow. Yeah. And did was she your first long-term relationship over here? or? Um, yeah. In um, Los Angeles, yeah. That's gr- Well, that's great. Yeah. I always say that's great on the podcast. And when I'm editing it, I'm like, that's so annoying that I say that all the time. Every set, couple of minutes, I'm like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my full stop. That's your, you should have a little button. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my DJ. Song. Yeah. Just intercut that's great with snoring. Yeah. Okay. So that's because it's good to like, so there was two people that asked for advice. And so it's good as well to know where you're at. Because like, I think I give advice in a, I have had so many failed relationships or situationships. And I'm always like, my advice is probably terrible because I haven't really been very successful at this. But also I do a like learn from, uh, this is what I did wrong. Yeah, from your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, learn from me, ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I come from with my perspective and like trying to, I've definitely tried to work on myself and grow and stuff in dating and like being like, okay, well, what is okay to be annoyed with and what is 
because I let a lot of things slide. I've dated a lot of sh- shitty guys, but just because I'm just like in Ireland or here or both. I think both. Okay. Yeah. So you have sure. a type. Yeah, shitty guys. Right. Like Leland's so nice. For the first few weeks, I was like, I don't know what is like. Yeah, it's good. Asterix that one right there. That's good. That I'm like, I'm that I'm. Well, it's good that you're like, hey, not the guy I'm with now. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's so nice. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to do another edit. No, no, no. He was yeah, yeah. he was he was so nice from the start and treating me. But it's also like he was treating me so well and doing everything and being like, really adoration. Mm-hmm. Let's say doing everything I would ever want and exp- but it's also like I think some people this is me psychoanalyzing you get what you think you deserve and for a long time I think I didn't really think I deserved it or wasn't comfortable with intimacy I dated a lot of committophobes but when I think about it I mm-hmm. think you I was yeah. yeah but I also think maybe I was happy going from situation also the past three months so we've been dating nearly three months we were talking mm-hmm. for a few weeks before but I haven't really had much to talk about with my friends and i realized i think in the past 15 years (laughs) a lot of my conversations with my friends have been just about like shitty guys i've been dating right and i'm like new friend material when am i gonna like i need to go watch the new i don't want to be another person talking about politics i need like i don't know like great boyfriend stories that's what Leland said. And I was like, ah, that's not fun. I don't want to rub it in people's. I'm like, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. oh, m- maybe it'll inspire them to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's good. But so and you're in a happy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> and then you just, <laughs> you're like, never get married. Um, One listener wrote in and sh- they said, and I have to do, I want to do this vague because I don't mm-hmm. want the, if in, in the, just in case her person ever listens to this, I don't think so. Okay. But he didn't talk about this previous relationship as if it was a an important relationship. Okay. Just kind of like a like doesn't want to talk about it, Got but it. Ha- still has a photo, uh, has, still has photos of them on his social media, but is acting like oh it wasn't a big thing, mm-hmm. but the photos are still there. Uh, like they, does he know they're there? Or is this it- is what I I know she I don't think I well. Uh, like who's who's bringing this up that the photos are still there? She is the she's new just, girl. Yeah, she's just saying it. So they're just new. Yeah, she's saying it in the message is like that the photos are there, so she knows that it. The he just said, "Oh, my last thing was casual." Yeah, but she's like, "If it were casual, why would you have photos on your Instagram?" And she's not saying to delete them or that she has an issue with them. She's just like, "Is he lying about his previous thing? Mm. It must be more serious." And why lie about that? Because you could just be like, yeah, it wasn't a serious thing. It didn't work out. This is a tricky one. Yeah. Because it could be uh, totally innocent neglect of your Instagram and your past. Yeah. You know? So you have to give some percentage to that. I know. And men are a bit, when it comes to stuff like that, I feel like maybe more. I don't. uh, Less likely to go and delete. I think he's less like. I, yeah, I think a lot of people in general are less yeah. likely to go back and be like, all right, delete, 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 yeah, delete. Yeah, you're right. I haven't looked at my photos from, I don't know what's on my Instagram. No, that's true. From last year. That's Could true. be like some gross food from a restaurant that's closed. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's been shut down for yeah, food people, I'm like, mm, omelet. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, I'm here. trying to go there. It's closed. Yeah, yeah. It kills um, seven people. <laughs> but like, so why does she care though? Um, I think it's more that if A... He's saying it's casual, but it was a, it was quite a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm 
presuming that she's like, okay, well, I don't want to be that long and it also be casual. So that's just something she. Oh, talk that's to an interesting about. point. She's kind of like projecting herself onto the. Yeah. She's like, if I'm in a photo on Instagram, I don't yeah. want that to be casual. Hundred percent. If I'm dating, I'm in a thing now where we've recently said I love you. Oh. There's, I know, sorry, it was really uncomfortable for me. It's, of course it is. Start, but then it's fine. I'm finally. Who said it first? He did, but he said it all weird. He was like, I think I love you. And I was oh. like, ah, no, no. <laughs> and then he was just like, but he just didn't know what I was going to say. Well, that's a good, it's, a, it's, a little, it's a slight hedge. Yeah, which I could have been like, oh, I think I love you too. But I was like, you think? You know, typical uh, Irish woman. You have to. Uh, you I mean, think? Uh, he, don't talk to me. It was right you. there, out there. You, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could have looked the other way. But why would you? You're a comedian. I know, and I'm an Irish woman. I'm like, uh you can say this to me when you know and he was like oh for god's sake but then it was all fine um and i also i just felt weird saying it because i haven't said that to anybody in years and now i feel fine it just took me a moment yeah um but he's he's great um but this that's one of the classic seinfeld episodes where george says i love you and she says what you want for dinner or something? Oh, really? See, I gotta watch Seinfeld. You got to, especially you live here. It's all the city. No, I don't want to get into another series though. And that's like a series. Long. This is more than a series. It's like one of the best shows of all time. <laughs> okay, I'll watch. Fine, um, I'll watch it and talk about it on the Patreon. Okay. <laughs> no, I won't. But I'll watch it. But I know we've already said I love you. There's no picture of him on my Instagram. I was even weird resharing Lindsay's post of being like, "Look at Katie's BF." Because I was just also like, oh, I was just also like, there's some things. Um, now I've said his name here and he's been on the Patreon podcast so people know him. But like, because mm-hmm. it's also he's a comedian, so he's very public and that's right. fine. And like, he's like happy to be public. But my point is that if we weren't comedians and we said, I love you, I still wouldn't put a picture until we're like at least a year in and we're like together. I don't know, because it's just so it's maybe like a few i don't know i would never put something casual i would As never a photo yeah so she's worried that like yeah i see I where think maybe it's more do you think that varies person to person though i i think there's some people who like meet people very early and already they're like mm. so yeah because me and leland was very quick like and me and my roommate we spoke about this this too. was photo i mean like mm, photo oh right oh yeah like, there's it, a lot of people it, who are like oh i've one week just met and they're like yeah. on Instagram and you're like, well, that's maybe not your thing and his thing. And this, she's not a caller, right? She's writing in, but this writing in, per- <laughs> in person's thing. But I don't know. It seems that's like if this is different perspective, different perspective. And it's like, there's no rules for this stuff. Just catch, you know, pay attention to other stuff. If you're, that's my advice. Pay attention to other stuff. This is not important. No, you're right. You're right. I think you're right. I said to her just to talk to him about it. I said, just communicate. I said, not in an angry, not in a, not in a, just like a, hey, notice this. Um, what, like. Negative. Do not bring it up. Oh, really? That's my advice. I said, I said, because I'm very much an over communicator. Anything that's bothered me, I'd like uh-huh. it out there. I like it. I like the conversation to be had. So my advice was, and I said, this may be bad advice. Yeah. Because I've also Sounds. had a lot of failed things. Okay. And um, I said, I would just talk to him about it. I think it's always easy just to talk to the person because we could come up, we could be like, it could be this, it could be that. She could be thinking other things. She could be worried about it. And it's easier just, because even having that conversation, like, oh, do you think whatever set amount of time is casual? Or, you know, for me, uh, I mean, what did I say? I'm trying to think of what I said, but I said something like just talking to him because then that already 
brings up when you guys shouldn't be casual. I disagree. Oh my God. No, I failed her. This is what you should do. When the photo of her and him, because eventually there'll be yeah. a photo of them. When that photo goes up, if that other photo isn't down, that's when you bring it up. Okay. But until then, like you're just gonna, you're just. Well, I like, wasn't saying I wouldn't bring up the photo. I was saying bring up the fact that he's saying this long t- term, this long thing but was it's just about casual. The photo. It's about the photo. You're right. Yeah, I also yeah. So I also, once the photo of them goes up, it's like one in, one out. The photo of them yeah. goes up, the other one has. It's to also go. they're a different relationship, so he that might like whatever went on with them. Theirs might accelerate different. They might have a different. Yeah. A hundred percent, because I'm like I've had totally different relationships than what I'm in now. And I put up a photo of an ex that I was with for four months. And then we broke up. We broke up at three months. And then we got back there and we broke up. I took the photos down since. But um, it was such a toxic relationship that I don't really talk about it to men that I date. Because it also just sounds bad that I'm like, this guy's so crazy. But it really... Yeah. And then it's also like, sometimes I can see people judge me of why I would have put up with that much. And I don't want my partners... So as well, he must might not be comfortable talking about that past relationship. Why would you say that? Because he just doesn't want to talk about it as well. He was just like, oh, because they were talking about past relationships. Oh, and he didn't want to bring it up. He was just like, ah, I just, it's like, it just wasn't, it wasn't a big thing. But she's like, obviously it's important if there's, it was, a, it was something like if it, there was a photo on Instagram, it was a serious thing. Well, it got to, it got to photo territory. Yeah. But I think different people put that in different levels of seriousness. Okay. But there is a point when she has to bring it up. I just don't think it's now. Okay. So you think, wait, until- when, once she's on there. When she's when she makes well, what if she's not in there for like a year? What? If she's not on there for a year? Yeah. Then she posts a photo of them. I think I think as well, just once they have the we're in a relationship talk, and I think she shouldn't wait as long as that past thing. Whatever she's come whenever she's like, okay, three months, four months, two months, whatever the time frame that she's like, I want this to be a relationship. That's this is what the thing is. Because she's probably I'd think she's just worried. Oh, maybe she's worried that he still has feelings for her as well, since he doesn't want to talk about the ex and the photo is still up there. Maybe some people are have varying degrees of comfort with that in general. Yeah, though. like I'm very open. Right. Leland's very open. My roommate's very open. But I've dated men who have not wanted to talk about exes. And I'm like, I want to hear everything. Tell me all oh, the juicy yeah. details. But that's okay. They're just not comfortable. Yeah, and I think that's okay too. Yeah, and I'm not comfortable talking about one of my exes, but I will once I know that they know I'm not crazy because I think sometimes when... When do they find that out? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I'm not crazy. But like also I don't like the trope of when you're like, my ex is crazy and it just sounds like... "Mm," when Even when a guy says to me, I'm like... "Mm." But like this ex... I heard this one. This ex I dated checked my pulse to see if I was lying. He... That's crazy, right? How, he put his fingers up to my neck and, and checked my pulse. And what was the verdict? He said I was lying and I wasn't. He said I slept with my best friend who I didn't. I like, How do you tell from the pulse? He said it was elevated. And I go, yeah, it's elevated. You're checking my pulse. Is it's he a really doctor? scary. No, he's he's from East Europe. Oh, so <laughs> Not to generalize. It's, it's like witchcraft. <laughs> he's just, he's uh, his like dad worked in some like crazy army thing. That's such so an amazing he's, like, a way behavior. to get your way. Because you're like... Yeah, you were lying. I know. It was <laughs> there's no science behind it. You're like, yeah, it's... Oh, and there were so many things. Like, podcast listeners have heard about it, but he lied about so much. He, like, complained. Like, he was, like, very controlling over what I wore. Uh-huh. And I thought, this is, a couple, this is, like, two years ago. This is when we were just starting the podcast. 
I definitely wasn't in a place where I knew how to like what I deserved and all of that stuff but when people when partners ask about that it's like he also didn't believe in space he thought space was a government lie like the int- the, they, they were the were the thing with the clouds so space is a lie the moon or just all space all space he said there's no way to prove that it's real he thinks we're in like a bubble a dome a dome yeah huh. and he lied about like oh, i don't know there was like maybe a lie about but like okay wait the pulse the lie why did you bring that up why did i bring that up yeah that was le- that was leading from something else oh just to say i hate when guys say or when people say my ex is crazy oh. but like this genuinely is crazy behavior yeah that is. and but it's also i don't like to say that at the start like when they're like oh tell me about your exes i don't want to be like well this one's crazy and this one was a bit of a narcissist um i yeah. always open with a guy who i dated for technically five months but really only three in real life because we did two times face two, oh, his two months. time has grown since you've broken up no because two months of it's gonna face- be a year next story. no because <laughs> two months of facetime okay because it was the pandemic and then we dated for three months after right that. so you're calling it five yeah so six th- sounds better <laughs> yeah you know yeah i have been in a half year <laughs> yeah it makes it me like so- a half year and he's also so he was so nice i do not as it turns out i just wasn't really attracted to him okay and he's he would he would just we just didn't vibe actually really but it was just little minor things like you know when they say if you someone chewing annoys you at the start don't be with them well he would say when i'm talking he would go yep 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 and i thought i will blow my brains out like too many yeps yeah just and it's just a little thing but you know that's when you know that you're not well you can just be annoyed by the person yeah he just annoyed and, me. and he's a really nice he's great yeah. he's like a sweetheart and um, you were together half a year you know but i always when people talk i'm always like oh yeah i dated this great yeah guy and i talk you know i talk about his job and stuff because i'm like i just think it's better to sound like you had a healthy relationship and not be like i've had 17 fail situationships i'm a mess yeah <laughs> that's not a good opener no No. you can leave that for tea time well my boyfriend now his best friend who's also a friend of mine who's a sweetheart when he found out we were dating i was like oh what did he say and i wanted him to be like i wanted leland to say like our friend was like oh he you know she's so pretty you know i just want an ego boost or like okay. she's so nice or i'm so happy she's like oh like so his Annie, friend is I, saying good things about i you. want the friend to say good things about okay. me and he was like oh he said he's really excited for you and I was like, why for me? And he was like, oh, because he said you've just like dated some terrible guys. And I was Whoa. like, oh, okay, great, great. That's, a, that, that's his ego going up. <laughs> I know. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. But and it, Leland is very nice. So he's yes, right. Very nice. Yeah, great yeah, guy. Yeah. The um, <laughs> I love this photo one. That's such a good question. And I think it's one in, one out. So. What, okay. I like your advice too. I also think it's a great topic to cover in general. Photos on pages with exes how do you feel about that i mean they shouldn't be up there if okay, you're in a good. new relationship they shouldn't I, that's universally the case that they shouldn't be up there if you're okay. with someone new i agree with you but 100%. when if you should let the person come to their own yeah. good sense with it you're right i think so because like you're not a social media manager if it's egregious like yeah. they're making out <laughs> or something yeah or if it's a bikini shot like arm around a bikini that's no good yeah but if it's just if it's just a photo that's semi-innocent it should come down yeah but it shouldn't be the new date partner's job to go in and be like get it off yeah you're right that, now it is why would you want to how it's a new relationship right it's a new relationship so like why why like add this thing like a negative conversation so early in when mm. it'll probably take care of itself 
No, you're right. And I think once you've gotten to the point where you're saying, I love yous and you're very comfortable and that person that you're dating. You know his passcode. Then just go delete it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. No. That person that you're dating knows that you're a reasonable person. Because the first couple of months, you're finding out if they're reasonable and if they're logical. Mm -hmm. So if they kind of are a bit weird about like something, you might project and think oh they're going to be weird about other things but once they already know you and you guys are secure you could be like hey by the way i would i'd have no problem saying that like i actually haven't checked leland's page so i don't know if this page here we go live on the podcast um no but i i just just a picture of me and him like this i mean his instagram is only started to get good it was really boring i told Uh him when we started dating i was like you were a comedian fix your instagram like put up fucking joke like video videos and then he did and i was like oh you really listened to me and he was like i was gonna do that anyway and i'm like okay uh well you did it after i said it so yeah <laughs> but um i mean like once you're already at i love you and you're comfortable you could just you can just be like hey do you mind just uh, putting that down just i'm a little uncomfortable i don't yeah, i don't want to see it my friends once you say it once your tone of voice is like hey, is this okay and yeah. you're, you're coming to the person in that tone where they can't get defensive you're not attacking them if you're like mm-hmm. hey what the fuck why is that photo yeah and then what do we mean because it felt like a little bit of like also take down the photo but also like judoing yeah. where am i in this relationship yeah and w- so like that kind of judo stuff it's too like why play that game just be be above it yeah you're right i think i think i'm still on that you can talk about anything and you can be honest because yeah. i think once it's in that tone of voice i even think now if she were to be like um is it okay for us to talk about your past relationship or just because i did see the photo so i'm thinking it probably was serious and if he goes i'm still not comfortable yet she can just go, okay and then if he goes you know what actually yeah it was like very blah 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 Mm-hmm. or I'm not comfortable talking about exes and then she just has to respect that too yeah but I also think your advice is probably better but I can't keep things in I'd have already I wouldn't have had time to write right to you've already like, told him I'm like hello dating him. <laughs> yeah yeah I'd like, take that down yeah, yeah yeah well I would never say take it down but I would be like if someone said something wasn't serious and there mm-hmm. was a photo I'd be like, well, what was your relationship? Like, what was it? What if, oh, here's a even fun, this is not good advice. This is fun advice. <laughs> what if she posts a photo of her and her ex-boyfriend? I mean, that's toxic. Do not. But I didn't say it was good. <laughs> I said it would be fun. <laughs> no, I'm no. not even. But then how, can you like backdate it into the timeline? Oh, well, if it's archived, you can unarchive it. Go on and archive a photo. No, but, he probably met, but I truly think that this is coming down to a more like, I know this is an annoying thing to say, but like men are dumb, but I mean like they're not as clued in with that stuff sometimes, especially. But it's just, it's like a joke that's just for you. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she sends it to him. Oops. You know, no, like, don't do that. <laughs> just put it out. There. And then she can walk around with that knowledge. So it's yeah, up. Yeah. I advise hey, against if, this. Yes. This is not good advice. Don't do it. But it, it would be very funny. It would be very funny. And then if it's there, you could argue why did she archive and not delete? Oh, no. I'm fine with people archiving. No way. Really? Permanent delete, gone. Really? Why would you archive it? I don't know. Why I would guess you, you're right, yeah. For this situation is why. In case you have to retaliate. Oh, you're right. I just mean, it's ha- sometimes people have relationships where they were, they ended because they want different things in life or they fell out of love, but they weren't bad relationships and they're not bad memories. But yeah, I guess if you have a new relationship, there's no need. I'm kind of like, yeah, there's probably no need going back and reminiscing. You have your memories. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think you're in right. the arc. Oh, because can you scroll through the archive? You can look yourself. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've none of them, but like I don't need to reminisce over anybody I've dated. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess you're right. If it's a new relationship, you should kind of move on from it. But like you know, there's going you're going to date people who are friends with their exes, and it might be completely yeah. platonic. I always when I have someone who's friends with their ex and it's platonic, because I tend to lean towards the little like it would make me uncomfortable a little mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but then I think of Notting Hill and in that movie, he was, his ex-wife is married to his best friend and the two of them are all friends. And I'm like, well, there you go. They did it in Notting Hill. Uh, You're going to follow Hugh Grant's. I know. Well, I know, but it's, I don't like, I know I wouldn't be super comfortable with it, but I, it would, it would, I, if I'm very honest, it would make me very uncomfortable if my boyfriend was going out to his ex-girlfriend a lot and hanging out with her a lot. Yeah. That'd be weird. Well, you know, I don't know. You're Canadian. Americans are weird. Uh, why? Why are Americans weird? <laughs> You're like, why did you just generalize the whole? Well, I find the more I, we more... can talk about it openly because that's why Canadians are generally funny. Is that we can kind of take a step back from it all. I found in the dating culture here, more Americans I know are like friends with their exes and can be platonic with their exes, or they can have this fuck buddy system. And now the Irish people might write in and be like, we can do that too. So maybe it's just a me thing. But it's what I've noticed in the past six years is mm-hmm. that they genuinely can be friends with exes. They genuinely can have like this person that they had a sexual thing with, but never be anything more than sexual and mm-hmm. totally fine with separating. Like Jerry and Elaine on Seinfeld, which you haven't watched. No, I can't do that. Like I know my boyfriend is, and he met for with his ex for coffee when we first started dating, but he was very open and told me about it. And him and his ex, they didn't end f- for bad reasons. And she was very good to him at the end of their relationship. So I get why they would like catch up and stuff like that. I yeah. would be uncomfortable if they were like It's that. uncomfortable. Yeah. The I'm, only one I've seen that's not uncomfortable is... Jerry and Elaine on Seinfeld, <laughs> which you yeah. should watch. And it's very, yeah. yeah, you're like, that seems normal. Yeah. But it's also a fake show that didn't happen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, there's so many, who knows what people are doing. Like uh, people are comfortable and uncomfortable with all types of different arrangements and yeah. life and bad decisions. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just always try to be like, okay, I'm uncomfortable with it, but that's my thing. And yeah. once they're telling me and, um, you know, I trust the person it's fine and if that's the past that's the past and just put yourself in their shoes and be like okay well because like let's say I there was a guy in Ireland who I slept with a bunch and then we just stayed friends afterwards and like once I got to know him I was not I never wanted anything with him and we stayed friends I ended up dating his one of his best friends dated his best friend for years and we always stayed friends and even if he were to come here now I would still be friends with him so it's quick to be like oh my God, it's weird that my partner is with someone that friend, really close friends with someone that they had sex with before, but then you have to just go, but I could do that. You just yeah. forget for a second. Yeah, but it's also like, there's a heightened level of paranoia, which is probably justified. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's it's gonna happen, but the, it's just uncomfortable. the problem, like he, here's the problem, is if you break it down to pure math, probabilistically is a higher percentage of it happening. Yeah, not it's it's more than if you hadn't before. Yeah. Not saying it's going to happen, but there's a higher percentage that could happen. I have two things to say about this. Okay, well, firstly, with my friend in Ireland, we were never actually best friends. Okay, we were just friendly, so I wasn't like going for like a beer with him alone. So that's the other thing. It's like also knowing 
I don't know if I would be comfortable if my partner's best friend, if they had slept, if they'd had a sexual history. Yeah. That would make me really uncomfortable. Yes. And then secondly, um, here's another scenario. If they're an ex, exes are exes for a reason. And if it ended, they're probably not going to go back. Yeah, probably. And then if they've already had a sexual thing with someone and it didn't work out, and then they just decided to be friends afterwards, they're probably not going to have a sexual thing again. Probably not. But having what's more, <laughs> I, we're talking about they're both low probabilities yeah. of it happening again. Yeah. But what's a higher probability between the two? Like low on the Oh, graph. you mean it's more likely that they'll be with them than a random girl at a bar or a random boy at a bar? Uh, um, if they make a mistake. It's going to be with them. Yes. Yeah, but you just got to let, if they make it, you got to let them make it. Yeah. You got to, and you can't control who people hang out with and you just have to be like, you just got to trust. Right, but. So but the, there also has to be levels of respect. And like, I also think it's really important to say what you're, you, like I do, I'll do this thing where I'll be like, this makes me uncomfortable. Let's have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And then there, and then I say. How, That's a good positive way to bring it up. When you walk around New York, like how does society even function? Like it's psychotic. <laughs> There's people everywhere doing stuff all the time. Like how I, I look, I just walk around. I'm like, this is madness. Like people are all doing stuff all the time. Madness. They have things to do. Why? It makes no sense. I had a, I saw a great TikTok and I was like, what, what do you hate about living in New York? And she was, she was like, that I have no money because there's so much to do, things to do and we just don't have the money to do it. Yeah. And it's also like everything is far. It's like close, but far. It's a big drink. It's by yourself. Oh, it's such a, I mean, people are always drinking. A big it, drinking Consuming culture. town. You have to be drinking or eating. It's unbelievable. And, and then, I've gotten healthier be... by eating less <laughs> and like, I don't want to eat more. Well, that's the thing. It's a big drinking and eating culture. And then it's a big, but you gotta be hot culture. So they're all fucking, they're running at 6am, but they're doing coke at 4am. It's Mm. a big, um, do you think the culture, the hot culture is like a New York thing or just society now is because of Instagram is hot. Oh, I thought it was because of a New York thing, but now that you're saying that I'm like, it might be an Instagram thing. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's probably both. Yeah. Um, I think it's more in LA though. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all like, um. But hot. also, like the hot people go to LA. That's so, true. So like, it's kind of like it's I'm hard gonna to stay know. here. Oh, stop <laughs> it. No, I don't mean because I'm. Uh, I just like it here. I oh, like you don't want to deal with that. I thing. also like. I don't know. Like I like to. I think everybody should feel hot, even if you're not hot. Even if you're technically not hot, everybody is hot. So you got to go to a city where you're like a. a no i was not just, you like people have people should go to a city where they're no like, i mean they should always feel good about themselves and be happy in their own skin because i think that that's the good thing okay so the good thing about people pushing out their photos on instagram and tourist traps and people are like oh they're looking for attention but it's like it's fine if you think you're if you want to feel pretty and people want to like it yeah it's like nice i think like enjoy how you look and be happy in your skin and confidence is like the hottest thing other than totally but i like new york because people are a lot of people look like they walked through a a clothes store and put on clothes item of clothes from each different decade and they're like this shirt is my is from 1920 and Mm -hmm. these pants are from like my dead father's casket like it's insane that's just the style now but i kind of like it i kind of like that it's i don't 
wouldn't want to go to LA and be like hot. I like. I don't that. think people are dressing any different. Like, oh really? Th- there's like a new style which, like, obviously I don't understand. So it is really weird. But it's so I, weird. I kind of like I'm it like, to Where watch. are you getting these clothes? I know. I'm like Leland. Give me a pair of your socks because girls are wearing like big tall socks, but then with Doc Martin boots, but then like a bikini on top. I'm like, yeah, it's very. But I enjoy it to watch it's it. It's like Mad Max. It's like the apocalypse yeah. wardrobe. It's so true. So I kind of like New York. I just feel like every day is interesting. You see different, like even people watching. Yeah, no, I, I like it, but it's insane. New York just like concentrates it because you yeah. see you see people in other cities, yeah. but we see so many different people here and you're like, oh, this is, and you're just like watching them and they're always doing stuff. They're doing things. Here. This is a doing things city. I got yeah. somewhere to be. They're yeah. doing something. They're always very important. It's what they're doing is important. Yeah, they're always. And I'm very like, it's important. not, but I totally get it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just uh, everybody's it's a crazy place. It's I love it, place. but it's a crazy place. It is. It's like you have to be. I loved the pandemic. Not that I wanted people to die, but it was very relaxing. First yeah. time I felt. Yeah. So you probably could stay down. in yeah. your area, right? You didn't no have to, FOMO. No FOMO. You don't have to get on the train. You're just like, oh, I got to take care of myself. Get yeah, food. even when things opened up, it's like, okay, I'm just going for a coffee outside. It was lovely. Yeah, that first coffee back was yeah. so great. Okay, wait. I want to ask you one last thing before you go. The other advice was, I hope we've talked about Oh, yeah. Was a, a girl who was in lockdown with her best friend uh-huh. in Ireland. And then lockdown starts coming out and her best friend has made a boyfriend. And it's the early, early time where they are spending all their time together and she just is like how do i deal with not she doesn't want to like be like hey spend time with me again but also they they basically they basically had like a platonic relationship this whole time and yeah. she's feeling a bit left out but she doesn't want to but she's also like how do i kind of cope with that loneliness or how do i this might be too long to get into um what's up to you i got time okay you got time yeah. yay okay great the that's a tough one yeah because now you're it's like three's company yeah there's a New relationship is exciting. Yeah. The other person wants to spend time with them. Yeah. If the exact opposite was happening, she would feel the same way. Like if she had the boyfriend or the yeah. partner, then, you know, her roommate would feel left out and more yeah. lonely. Especially since they were kind of, it's, they basically were in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, lockdown, you're it like, is a relationship. Yeah. I guess you have to, I mean, make time for each other or maybe, yeah. you know, or just plan to do something with her and all, but also recognize that it's not going to be the same anymore. No. <laughs> So you, she probably here is a she or he or she. whoever. They need to have a grieving period where they just realize it's not going to be the same anymore. Yeah, that's so true. And just make sure to communicate like, hey, I'd love to see you once a week if that's possible. Yeah, or just plan something. Just plan Make it, it exciting. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I, this thing, let's go. Yeah, and, then, and yeah. then if she isn't free for like a month, be like, hey, I'd love to see you. Then start swiping. Yeah, swipe for new friends. Yeah, go on Bumble friends. Bumble friends? Yeah, there's a Bumble friends. You can swipe for friends. That's psychotic. I know. <laughs> it's really sad. Does anyone make friends out of it? I'm sure. I'm sure people go to new areas. Yeah, yeah maybe. I'm, I mean, if you go to New York oh, yeah. and you have no friends and you're working in a job, let's say you're like a job where you don't meet people, you're working from home or something, it's probably a great idea. I would be more likely to go to a meetup. There's like meetups where you can go running yeah, or like yeah, do yeah. sports or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, there's Bumble for friends. Bumble for friends. So for... Uh, is there Bumble in Ireland? Yeah, I think there is Bumble in Ireland. But yeah. No, I think you're right. Just make sure she just... She might... Also, if you're putting... For the listener, if you're putting in the effort the whole time, asking her out each week and she is going, 
don't feel bad if she's not reciprocating because sometimes that happens to me where I'll be like Jesus I've been making all this effort I've been asking them out and they never ask me out and then it's like oh who cares that's just my job in this relationship yeah there's always a different power yeah. dynamic one person's the asker one person's the asky exactly and some, some friends you probably have you're the asker and yeah. some friends you're the receiver yeah I again I've been thinking about this a lot and it's always like put yourself in other people's shoes because I'll have something where I'll text my friend, they won't text me back for ages. And I'd be like, fucking Jesus, no, she's not on Instagram. She didn't fucking, like, she have to post and she didn't fucking yeah. text back. And then I have to remember, there's been plenty of times I've done that myself. So just once I remember, I'm like, oh, you're just busy, you just forgot. It gets, I feel like in New York, it's more annoying. Yeah. To be, because there's no, I have my phone all the time. I'm never uh, driving. In yeah. LA, I'm driving. Yeah. So there's so many times where I'm like, I can't text back. And then you get out of the car and you're like, all right, I got a bunch of responses. Yeah. But here I'm like, attend it and I'm like, all right, well, I'm still looking at my phone. <laughs> and then like you, you get much, I feel like it's much more annoying here. Yeah. When people don't text you back. But you just can't take it personally because no, people just, I, I've been plenty, like my friend, she was texting me and I was on stage at QED. And then I don't know, uh, maybe yesterday I thought, oh, I wonder, did she ever text back? And I clicked in and I'd gotten two voice messages from her. So it was like four days later, I responded, which is fine. I was just like, I'm so sorry. But it's just like, that just happens. Sometimes I don't even get notified. I was just about to pick up this coaster as if it's my phone. Yeah. Um, notified about messages. from the Golden Gate. You got, it's time to move to San Francisco is yeah. what that says. It's falling apart. Maybe don't move there. Earthquake. Um, yeah, my coaster had an earthquake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And this is the bridge that wobbled in the earthquake. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think, right? I don't know. I don't let's, know. Let's that. smash it. Um, Maybe I should learn about bridges. So I have things to talk about. The bridge podcast? <laughs> yeah. What if it's like the best idea ever? The, no, I don't want to do a podcast. I mean, just for very regular friends. Or we just meet on a bridge? No, I mean, the things to talk about because now I'm in a happy relationship. I have nothing to talk about. Oh, you're like you're running out of topics? Yeah. Like I used to, t- I used to, my friendships were all about like, oh, this guy said this, this guy did this. Real um, movies and TV shows yeah, and weather. Right. Just do all the basic stuff. Yeah, I know. You know, talk about also i don't like do you ever notice as well like like it's great seeing you and it's great being out and stuff like that but the pandemic made me real like now i'm getting a little emotionally exhausted if it's too much yeah yeah. i need to remember to go home sit with my thoughts because it's like going from one extreme to the other don't you find when you come home like you want to get out like doesn't new york make you want to get out too um that's how I feel here, at least. I feel like I the second I get to where I'm staying, I want to get out. Yeah, no. No? No, I think I've just been here too long that I do appreciate when I get home. I still get a little bit of FOMO, like especially now on the weekends and stuff, for trying to decide what to do now that things are opening up and I have different friends from different groups doing mm-hmm. different things. I can find it quite overwhelming. Yeah. But I'm pretty happy just to come home as well after a show. and just. That's good. That's healthy. It means you like your home and your place and yeah. all that stuff. Yes, I feel very lucky. Okay, where can the listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Latif Tayor. I'll spell it because it's a tough one. L-A-T-I-F-T-A-Y-O-U-R on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And check out Katie and I's It's Show Business podcast, which is on uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, all the platforms. And uh, this was so fun. Thanks for having me here while I'm in New York. And I uh, hope to see you in L.A. doing spots sometime. Definitely. Thanks for doing it. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Delete the photo. Okay. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed that episode. Please write review. Please follow Latif Tayor on everything. Um, so you can find all his stuff at latiftayor.com or his Instagram. It's show business is the podcast. And yeah, just message in if you have any uh, 
sort of dilemmas that we can talk about on the podcast is great um i have a few fun guests coming on so very excited uh other than that have a lovely week and i'll talk to you soon hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 